Hi, I'm Max. I'm an engineer and inventor. Happy New Year. I've been going through these portals that are opened up by my machine, the Bageltron 2000, for, I guess, about five or six months now. I'm going to keep traveling through these portals and see if I can figure out how to dial in this machine a little better. I recently met a really advanced version of Wilson, I guess, who had just a ton of really crazy features on his portal machine. And I'm hoping that I can maybe use some of the things that I've found to make some of these improvements on my machine as well. It's all fired up now. Portal's here. I don't know where it's going to send me, but hop on through and find out. Okay, well, I'm definitely not in my house or a house like mine anymore. It looks like, this actually looks a lot like a radio studio. I mean, there's nobody in here. Got microphones and sound dampening panels. Uh, this looks like a glass wall over there and this producer would be yeah, there's nobody in there I all right well let's see what's outside of this room let's talk about the war oh, okay the it looks I mean it looks kind of like a radio well, newsroom well, um, nobody's really around right now I guess they're all right. that gave out us at lunch I don't know kind of really for lunch and we decided that well the, okay hang on the there country, is a couple booths down from where I was I see the on-air light so somebody must be in there go check that out gas-powered vehicles. Okay. And that's oh, why we yeah, actually, it looks like I see uh, Wilson so, behind one of the mics. So, and he's, okay, he's seeing me, and he's a gesturing really kind of wildly and confused. And that's what led us into All right. He seems to really want my attention, but I'm not going to open this while they're on air. And, a huge blunder for America. and, okay, the light just went out. Great. I hear he, he's coming over. Max! It's Max, right? Yes. You go by Max, like not Maximus or Maxie or... It is just Max. Okay. Yes. Good, you're here. A little late. Thought you were going to be a no-show. Tony said you weren't going to be here until next week. Well, I guess I'm here now for this program. Good. We're just about to start the segment on tax policy. It's a good thing you're here. Yeah. Tax policy. Okay. Yes. What do you have to share with me about tax policy? President Palin's new tax policy, the one that will revolutionize funding in America. I'm sorry, could you run that by me again real quick? President who now? Lady President Sarah Palin, her new tax policy. Sarah Palin's the president. Of course she is. Yes, right. Of course she is. You're an expert in this, right? An expert in Sarah Palin or in tax... I just want to make sure what you're expecting. Tony promised us that you are a tax policy expert in Sarah Palin's government. Yes, of course I am. Tony, where do you find these people? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess we'll just have to make do. I swear he gets them off the street. Yes. We're going to be back from commercial in a minute here, so I think we're just going to have to barrel on through. Real quick, refresh my memory. The name of this program is... You Know Me. We've met before. I'm Charlie Brzezinski. Right, right, Charlie. I meant the program, though. It's this called... This is Charlie and Wilson at War. Yeah. Right. Right. Got it. You've had to have heard of our show. It's the number one political podcast in the country. Absolutely. That's why I'm here. Tax policy, foreign relations. Hunting. Uh-huh. Okay. Wolf hunting. Yeah. Uh, that's and bears. part of her big new tax policy. Right. I mean, of course it is. I knew that. That's what I was here to talk about. That's what I am here to talk about. 
When are we going on the air again? 30 seconds. Oh, great. Excellent. So stand over there. That's your mic. Mm-hmm. Yep. Great. Let me just adjust this. Okay, super. Do you need anything? Like a cup of coffee? Well, I don't tea. think with uh, 20 seconds left, there's really time for that now, no, is there? No, I was just asking. Oh, Polite okay. thing to do. Sure. Didn't actually mean it. Yeah. No. And we're back. And I'm Charlie Brzezinski, and this is my co-host... Wilson. And this is Charlie and Wilson at War. We're lucky enough to have with us today a tax policy expert. Max Adams. And I'm definitely an expert in President Palin's tax policy. That's why I'm here. Great. All right. So the reason we're excited to have you with us today is that Lady President Sarah Palin has promised us a new tax policy that will address funding for the wars in Iraq, Iran, Syria, Afghanistan, Turkmenistan, Tajikistan, Gilder, and Florin. Oh, wow. That is... I, you know, there's so many, I guess I sometimes forget how many wars that President Palin has gotten us involved in, in the course of her administration. That's why we're looking to you as an expert. We were hoping you could help us understand the brilliance of her ideas to eliminate taxes on pit bulls, lipstick, and wolf hunting helicopters, while still paying for the crucial wars in those countries. I don't know if I'd call it brilliant. Gilder and Florin attacked us. What would you call it, Wilson? I, I, I mean, those wars are legitimate, but all the Stan wars, no. We, we need to get out of there. Waste of our time, money, people. The lamestream media again. There you go. Lamestream. Challenging President Palin, lady president. No lady. Uh-huh. Right. Well, these tax policies, though, are going to apparently fund the war. So don't you think that that would be necessary, Wilson? No, I don't. I thought this was more of your opinion. Why do you keep asking me questions? Aren't you the the expert? expert? I, of course, am the expert. You know, I'm just here to provide you my expert opinion, obviously. it's I didn't just happen to drop in here from another dimension or something. I have to to say, Wilson, he doesn't seem to know very much about the best president in this nation's history. Again, it's not the best president. Absolutely the best president. I mean, if you take all the other presidents away, then sure, maybe she could be top five. But no. Not only the most qualified, but also the classiest, best dressed. Classiest? Classiest. She shops at consignment stores, and she still looks like a lady. Right, but she wore white after Labor Day. Clearly, she has no idea what she's doing. She's a lady. She's our lady president. She knows exactly what she's doing. It's you're the one who doesn't know what you're doing. Right, what? Yeah. Uh, Right, So, but these tax policies, right? Of course, I think in a lot of ways, she just really wants to continue the, the policies that were established by her predecessor, Right. Wouldn't you say? I would not in a million years say that John McCain in any way lived up to Sarah Palin's reputation and what she has managed to accomplish in the two years since she was elected. Oh, a whole lot of nothing. Okay. All right. Well, except for opening up the parks so that people could hunt the animals there. 
She sold the naming rights for Alaska to British Petroleum, brought in a lot of revenue for the wars in Gilder and Florin. She has only been president for a little under two years, right? Yes. She's accomplished more in her two years as president than all of the 44 other presidents combined. I will give you that she has been more productive, and by productive I mean destructive, in these two years than any other president. What are you talking about? She sold the naming rights for Mobile, Alabama, and changed the name to ExxonMobil, right. another stream of revenue. That's true. Well, and it's Mobile, so nobody really cares about it if it you know, goes up in flames, like it did. But we haven't been attacked by Gilder and Florin recently. That's because we're attacking them. How do you propose paying for those wars without those additional revenue streams while still cutting taxes for the hardworking American people? Don't go to war. But they attacked us. That's because we hit them. We dropped bombs on their children. It's not like we kidnapped anyone. We did. 300 people. Well, it looks like we have a caller on line three who wants to agree with me. Oh, my gosh. Where do we find these people? Well, you know, uh, uh, Miss Charlie, uh, I think that Miss Clinton, uh, that old lady Clinton is a bad, bad lady. And she just wants to destroy this country. And I think that President Palin is doing a fine job, a dandy job. And that's all I had to say about that. You know, sometimes I think Palin calls in and changes her voice just so she can back herself up. What do you mean? I'm not Sarah Palin. It's not a big deal. I think it's her. Are you saying that... Lady President Palin has nothing better to do with her time than to call in to the most popular, best-rated radio show in the country. She's not busy running the country. No, she's not. Well. She's usually out fishing, shooting, or smiling at a camera. No, she's running the country, you betcha. Into the ground, yes. She's doing a fine job. And that's all I have to say about that. Max, how do you defend her policies? I try to be fairly impartial when I show up, you know, for instance, at a, at a program such as yours. Obviously, you guys have some really strong opinions about Palin and McCain and the, these various wars. I'm really just here not to take a side necessarily, but to, to really be sort of an ambassador, I guess. Hmm. Yeah. But I thought you were a senior member of her cabinet. Tax policy expert extraordinaire. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, uh, that's true. But I I guess I consider it to be more of a nonpartisan type position. I try to think of it as if, you know, I'm I'm coming from like a parallel universe and and really trying to understand, like, how do things work here from a really objective point of view? Yeah. So then I can help advise the president, President Palin, on on the best way to to maybe make things uh, better, I, I guess. You sound like you don't actually even know Lady President Sarah Palin. No, I know her. Yeah. Do you? What's her favorite color? Red. Absolutely. It's red. I'm, I'm definitely going with red. It's white because she likes to wear white after Labor Day because she's paving new ground in fashion. Well, I think maybe white is the color that that publicly she she portrays as her favorite. But I'm just saying, you know, in, in the private conversations that I've definitely had with President Palin, 
She re- she confides that it's actually red. What about her hair? Do you think it's real? Of course it's real. It's a wig. I've, I've touched it. I'm sure it's real human hair. It's just not hers. It's definitely hers, and it's beautiful. She's a classy, classy lady. And white is absolutely her favorite color. It's the color of purity. Okay, well, well she could wear it on her wedding day, so I guess she got to wear it some other time. Oh, how dare you? Oh, it looks like we have a caller on line five who wants to disagree with me. Oh, thank God. They do exist. Oh, yeah. Hello. I just wanted to call in and say that Sarah Palin is easily the worst thing that's happened to this country in its entire history. Amen. I I had to move out of my home in New Orleans when the city ended up underwater. Mm-hmm. And even though I'm in Michigan now and winter up here is pleasingly mild. I mean, it feels like Florida, but that's that's beside the point. The climate change is just out of control. Right. I don't think that our children are even going to have a country left. No. At this rate. If Howard Dean had won in 2008, it would be so much better now. Tony, can you cut the line on this guy? What? Where do you find these people? He's sane. He's a sane caller, finally. Are you seriously saying that crazy hippie liberal Howard Dean would be a better president than John McCain was? Yes. A better president than Lady President Sarah Palin? Yes. Right, of course, that's how McCain won. He was running against Howard Dean. Well, of course, crazy liberal Howard Dean with his climate change hocus pocus, which is why we... Hocus pocus? If he was in office, we'd still have a blue sky. Yeah. Too soon, man. It was too soon. Just gives us an opportunity to learn what it was like for Noah during the flood. With all the bodies in the water? Is that what you mean? Yes, the world was wicked, and then God cleansed it. And I think that's what this country needs is a cleansing. If people, like our last caller, believe that Howard Dean would have been a better president than John McCain. I mean, okay. So are you saying that Palin's like an enema? Because sure. Well, you know, I got to say, it's nice to know that wherever I go, the level of political discourse is pretty much the same. Okay, it's actually not nice at all. But this has been really enlightening for me. And I want to I want to thank you, you both for having me on. I'm probably going to have to go. We're actually about to pause for a commercial break. So I think that's just best if you just take off because you don't seem to know anything about tax policy in Sarah Palin's government. This is about the level of expert that I expect from her cabinet, though. We are expecting to hear from someone who would know what she was going to talk about in the State of the Union coming up. Right. And instead we get you. No, of course I know, but I'm not, you know, I'm not allowed to share. Right. Right. She probably doesn't even know. Of course she knows. Okay. Well, you know, I guess if we're wrapping this up anyway, I may as well let you know. I'm not actually in the cabinet. Yeah. Actually, I'm from another dimension where I honestly, this has actually been really refreshing because I thought that it couldn't be worse than what we have. But I guess it can be. See? People off the street. This is where we get them. Tony. Tony, your job is on the line. Yeah, Donald Trump is president in my dimension, okay, you guys? Which (laughs) That's ridiculous. That sounds almost as good as Lady President Sarah Palin. Donald Trump endorsed Sarah Palin during her run. 
That's the kind of maverick he is. Yeah, that's a great endorsement. And that shows... This kind of proves my point, actually. That shows just how brilliant she is at tax policy. If if a businessman, billionaire, self-made billionaire, endorsed a woman like her. Wow, you guys are so focused on this this whole political theater thing here. I feel like you didn't even catch the thing I said earlier about being from another dimension. No, no, I heard you're crazy. But... Yeah, yeah, crazy pants. All right, cool. Well, I'm not crazy. Do you get that a lot? This world is pretty crazy. No. That I would agree with. This is a perfect society. We no longer rely on hocus-pocus science. The planet is getting warmer, reminding people that... Yeah, the old people don't have to go to Florida now. Nebraska's nice. Yes, it, it, it's turned the entire country into a sunny getaway. Right. Also, we can't grow anything. That's what Canada is for. Got to get those buffalo. Well, I got a few left. We got to get rid of those buffalo so that we can have our sunny resorts in Minnesota. Right. Minnesota nice. That is the slogan. Used to be nice. It's it's nice and warm and toasty. Great. All right. Well, I, miss I, snow. I don't have anything to add about tax policy. And it sounds like you guys kind of have this this uh, thing going on that uh, I'll just leave you to it. Sure. Yeah. Go back to your box. Yeah. Just box. Go, go out and scream at the sky about climate change, blah, blah, blah. Right. Well, that's still an issue in my world, and I'm really not equipped to do anything about it, but I am going to head back to my world. All right. Well, at that, I think we should take a brief pause for a word from our sponsor. I'm Charlie Brzezinski, and I'm here with Wilson, and this is Charlie and Wilson at War. I'd like to take a minute to talk about our latest sponsor, Hello Prep. It is a fantastic meal service. It helps you get ready in your bomb shelter for anything that may occur. They send you perfectly portioned kits, all the delicious recipes. Jerky and dried lentils is one of their meals that I've had. It's really fantastic and it saves for a good long time. Their meals are guaranteed to survive a nuclear explosion and they're tasty. It's like a nuclear explosion in your mouth. Hello Prep. I like their protein bucket. That was very nice. Yeah, we haven't had to leave the studio because of all the great and tasty meals that they've sent us. Mm-hmm. Also, we're very backed up. Okay, well, that was disturbing, actually. I guess I'll head back over to this other studio. There's still nobody around. I don't really understand why they're recording in like a looks like a full-blown radio station, but it's literally just the two of them and their producer in this one booth. Ah, uh, whatever. Uh, the portal is still up. Let's hop back through. Okay, well, I'm shutting this down and hopefully never going back there again. I mean, I thought it couldn't actually be worse than what we're living through now. But I guess it's kind of refreshing to see that it could be worse. It could be a lot worse. So, Happy New Year, I guess. My resolution this year is going to be to figure out how to dial this thing in at least a little bit. The Wilson that I was talking with before, he really gave me a lot of ideas. And so I'm going to spend a lot of like concentrated time figuring out ways to improve this Bageltron 2000. That's my resolution this year. All right. Well, everything is shut down now. So I'm going to go ahead and take a few notes and 
just really get to work on the improvements I want to make on this machine. Hopefully by next week, it'll be ready to jump through again. Dispatches from the Multiverse is produced by Tim Ellis. Starring Scott Trapp as Wilson at War Against War. And Tim Ellis as Max. With special guest Christina Curtis as Charlie Brzezinski. News theme by Kevin McLeod. Theme music by Alpha Geek. Logo by Abe Schmidt. Follow us on Twitter at DispatchesFM and visit us online at Dispatches.FM. Thank you.